Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Yesterday we were yesterday on this show they were talking about um, or on the station they were talking about table manners. What's important? Should you put your elbows on the table? You know. Then today a study comes out that says you should not be eating. No, you should be eating with your mouth open. Contrary to everything you've been told by your parents, that is the best way to eat food. Um, and Professor of Experimental Psychology at Oxford University, he's been the one ruffling our feathers with that line. Uh, so we've been doing it all wrong. And to talk about this with me now is Tom Doherty, food and wine critic with the Irish Daily Mail and the Irish Mail on Sunday. Tom, how are you doing? Hi, Stephanie. Very well indeed. And fascinated by this um, story. So much so, um, having read it this morning, I decided I was going to put it to the test. And I took two pieces of cheese and I ate one with my mouth closed, politely, firmly closed, and I munched the other one with my mouth open. Not wide open now. but And open. go on. And it was better. I mean, there was more taste. You know, it wasn't the huge difference. But there was definitely a difference. And, of course, it makes perfect sense because the more air you have with food as you chew it and it's releasing these volatile compounds, what we would think of as just smells and tastes, and the more air you have mixing with that, it gets up the back of your nose to what the, the, the physiologists call the, 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 is it the um, retronasal sort of passages there. I'm not going to correct where, you. <laughs> uh, well, uh, um, I'm sure somebody will. But uh, um, the, the, um, this, is, the, this is where you, you, you sense smells and tastes. So, yeah, it makes, it makes total sense. And, of course, the point of view of wine, people are always talking about, uh, very pretentiously, very often, you know, oh, um, we've opened the wine and we're letting it breathe. Now, 98% of wine that we consume in the world, it's not going to make any difference whether <laughs> you leave it and let it breathe. You could let it snore if you wanted to and it wouldn't make any, any difference. Now, there are some very, very fine, rare, expensive and very, very complex wines where, yeah, it you know, con- contact with the air will make a difference. But if you're tasting wine professionally, and you know, you might be tasting 20, 30, 40, 100 wines in, in, in one go, first of all, you'll need to spit because uh, otherwise you'll think the first wine was pretty terrible and the last wine was absolutely incredible. Just because you'll um, be that drunk? Because of the amount of alcohol. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll have your wine goggles on. Um, uh, but also, you will be as as you taste before you spit. You'll be you'll be sucking in air um, through the wine. It takes a bit of practice. It's best to practice incidentally with a white wine instead of a red wine, <laughs> in case you have an accident. Uh, but you 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 suck it in, and I'll, I'll I'll give you a rough idea of what it what it sounds like because I have a cup of tea here. It's not a glass of wine, even though it's Friday. We can and imagine this is. This is this is kind of what it sounds like. It's a bit hot. That's the only problem. Um, 
It's not a very pleasant sound. I it's don't not. I'd say we don't have many listeners no. left now after that. No, I'd, I'd, I'd say we have, yeah, we, we've probably turned most of them off. And I think um, that's the issue that people are having with this mouthful thing as yeah. well, right? There is no denying that yeah. it does taste, yeah. the food tastes better. It's more aerated. Like you can see when children get a delicious snack and they haven't learned the manners yeah. yet. They're all like, mwah, mwah, like it's oh, just delicious. Yeah. But Absolutely. where, like, do we sacrifice taste at the altar of politeness? Should we? Uh, or should I, we all just embrace this, you know, like, just uh, go for what feels good? Well, you know, my, my basic instinct is to say, oh, we should we should just go for it. But I'm as conditioned as everybody else. And the idea of sitting across the table from somebody with their mouth open with a full view of what they're chewing in their gob is absolutely repulsive. But would we and not be I, drunk on the euphoria of what we too are, like we're not sitting there watching people eat, we too are eating. We're doing it too. You know, if it's um, just like, come on, let's just, people do loads of weird things together. Like, let's just go yeah, and have, like, well, yeah, I mean, in in private between consenting adults, shall we say, maybe, yeah, the, you, you could make a case for it, but uh, I, uh, you know, just the thoughts of it becoming the norm that you it does kind of turn I, my stomach when I can hear people eating. We have a text in yeah. here that says, I think yes. we should ignore this study with the name in the name of basic yeah. manners. Who wants to sit opposite yeah. someone who is chewing a stew yeah. with their yeah. mouth open? Um, yes, yes, yeah. And it, 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 it's a very good point that the sound of somebody eating with their mouth open is particularly unpleasant. So it's not just a visual thing. And I know there are people who have kind of, you know, great sensitivities to sound and that's one of the things that really triggers people is the the sound of chewing and eating and i can i can kind of relate to that i can definitely relate to it it feels almost mm. how am i going to say this without sounding like a creep it's just such a bodily function that, it is. Yeah, that when I yeah. hear someone chewing, it feels mm. the same as like hearing them going to the toilet or something. It's like, I don't yes, want to uh, hear it, this. Exactly. So, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And look, I, I, I often get a bit tired with people talking about, uh, you know, dress codes and etiquette. I think using the word etiquette is a, is a bit of a warning signal to me. Look, good manners, it, it's all predicated on one thing and that is consideration for other people um you you don't have to learn uh, rules and and regulations to be well mannered but you just need to have consideration for other people for the people who are sitting at the same table in this case and um I, i i don't think it takes an awful lot for us to say well you know if i'm sitting in front of the television on my own maybe i'll Maybe I'll indulge a bit more, more openly, but um, not when somebody else can see me and hear me more to the point. We have another text here that says, imagine the bits of food that are likely to spray out while they're eating with their mouths open. It's just not hygienic. God, yeah, exactly. Do you know that? Yeah, that image is very... We are sort of agreed, Tom, that we're going to (laughs) we're going to be polite and be considerate of other people. But is there something in this study about the sensory element of food? Like, is there something to be said for like holding an apple before you bite it, feeling, you know, like touching and sensing your food, not necessarily with your mouth to get a full sense? Because this is something else that came up in the same study, isn't it? That that uh, there's there's a tactile um element to enjoying food that 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 sense of touch and um it's been suggested too by this uh, experimental psychology professor that we should 
eat with our hands so as to to get that sense of touch. How do you feel about that? Well, I'm thinking pasta and I'm worried about uh, trying to eat um, (laughs) pasta with my hands. But yeah, eating an apple with your hands, picking up a piece of pork crackling in your hands, picking up a, a chicken wing in your hands, all of those things are quite sensual and they're they're kind of socially acceptable because it, it's interesting how you know there are some things that we 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 feel it's okay to pick up and and eat and some things then that sort of look very weird like I remember my Mm. whenever I took my grandmother to this particular she had a medical appointment that was ongoing and she would always be Uh quite nervous about it and afterwards she would treat herself to a supermax and she Mm. would bring home the supermax and eat it with a knife and fork (laughs) which just with a knife and fork yeah oh my goodness yeah she wouldn't eat it with her hands but I do think that I mean (laughs) I once made the mistake of going on a first date and ordering chicken wings so oh, probably both yeah. eating with my mouth open and with my hands, and yeah, and 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 with the sticky sauce, you know, getting all over the place as well. Yeah, but I mean, look, you know, they, these these are conventions uh, that have grown up probably over the past two hundred years. I I I don't know this for certain, but I'm I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, just as. This claim that we we would taste more if we if we ate with our our, our our mouth open. This Oxford professor is certainly not the first person to say that. I think Harold Harold McGee, the the great scientist of um, the the physiology of taste and smell and so forth, he's he's he certainly said it in recent years. But um, there's a time and a place, you know. Yeah, and look, three hundred years ago, it was probably a way of showing appreciation of the food. That you were definitely, I'd say, making your... sounds, and also it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Like there are it's other cultures thing. where yeah. people eat. Like, yeah. isn't it Japan? You're meant to really yeah. slurp the ramen, and that makes Absolutely. people know that you're yeah. appreciating and, the and, food. Yeah, and there are places where if you don't manage a big belch afterwards, you're being impolite to your host or hostess. So maybe this um, is just a very Western prism through which we're looking at culinary I, experience. I I think it is, but having said that. Ninety-nine percent of us have been brought up that way, and fair enough. And that's how we do things. And as I say, if we just have a bit of consideration for other people, maybe indulge ourselves in private. Or as I say, if your partner's into it as Consenting well, adults. fine. <laughs> exactly. Last question and, to you, um, Tom. Do you yeah. think that elbows on the table? That's my last question. Elbows on the table? Yes or no? Uh, absolutely no. Oh no, God, never. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, hang. No, actually, <laughs> can I qualify that? It it kind of depends on the company, and it depends on the food. And I would say, generally, sitting at a formal table, no, absolutely no. But sitting around the kitchen table, having lasagna and a glass of wine with your family. Okay. So if you're yeah. if you're in a fuddy duddy restaurant, you have to keep the fuddy duddy rules. Is the bottom line? Am I correct? Yeah, but I I kind of find that an instinct. So I I sort of yeah I I keep the elbows down you know off the table just because I sense that it's the sort of place and time that it'd be inappropriate to do otherwise. But some people say that uh, good table manners are the same as good grammar. You either you either have it or you don't. Tom Dorley, food and wine yeah, critic true. with the Irish Daily Mail <laughs> and the Irish Mail on Sunday. Thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure. 
Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.